0: For this week's episode of Honey, You Should Watch This, I'm going to hit you with a multiple choice question. Did Greg make me watch this week? Who's Harry Crumb? Where is Harry Crumb? Why is Harry Crumb? I'm going to go with three. Three.
1: Three. Three wasn't an option. Why? You said whose, what, or why? Yeah. There was no three in there.
0: Well, the third
1: one. Oh, (laughs) oh, I get it. (laughs) I get it. I see. I see what you did now. I see what you did. That's Mm -hmm. pretty fucking funny. Mm -hmm. All right. I come to you bearing gifts. It was noteless or shirtless, and Susan said noteless. Yes, noteless. (laughs) Thank God. All right, all right. Y'all have a good week. No, I mean for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's torture. It's torture for me to not have my shirt on. That's fantastic.
0: No, for me not to have. Never mind. No one wants to see the boobies, and they wouldn't see them anyway because they're probably down below the table.
1: Oh no no or no! You don't have star. to. You don't have to be shirtless. No, me, <laughs> me. That's what would scare people. All right, welcome okay. back. Look at us on a normal recording schedule.
0: Kind of yeah
1: pretty normal kind of. I mean normaler for us it's normaler is normal normaler normalistist
0: <laughs> normal isk esque yeah so sorry I'm thirsty it's it's hot it's in okay. Florida now it is hot in Florida right now yeah. it is it's in uh so we're we're kind of recording late on a Monday night we are um, um but here's well, the not good, we here's are. the
1: good news you're only going to have to listen to this for about five minutes because uh <laughs> After having watched this movie, Susan was like, "What a pile of shit that is." No, oh, I'm kidding. That's not we'll, true. We'll get into it.
0: That's not true. Okay. So, we're going to start <clears throat> with the 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 usual question. Okay. Um, why did you choose this movie? I don't know. Seriously, no, why? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Seriously, I like why? this movie. I like this okay. movie. It it's it's you know what? It's a guilty pleasure movie. Okay. There's there's nothing like fabulous about this movie. Mm-hmm. It is not John Candy's best work, but it is still the John Candy that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you gotta like Annie Potts, uh, the g- young girl that was in it has gone on and done a lot of Shawnee stuff. Smith. I, Shawnee Smith, I thought she was pretty good in it. Yeah, I, I mean, she's
0: big in the South franchise for a long time.
1: She was, yep. She was in the Stand. Mm-hmm. She's been in a lot of stuff, but I, it it was Becker. it was yep. Oh, for for yeah, that's right. It was it was a stupid movie. It's a stupid movie. It's a fun movie. It's a dumb eighties comedy. We've oh, is that better? Yeah, that sounds better. I think my mic was unplugged. Oh, well, it's it, 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 you were able to hear me. So there yep. we go. Okay, I, it yeah, I, that's it. Okay. I, the, the movie is just okay. I've probably seen this movie mm-hmm. a jillion times, and I enjoy it. I still laugh at it. Okay, doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be Shakespeare for me to be able to laugh at it. There are several things in it that are stupid and funny. There are several things that are stupid and not funny. There are several things that are funny and smart.
0: Okay, well, you're going to have to point those out to me later.
1: (laughs) I can't help it that you fell asleep.
0: No, it's not even that I fell asleep because I did go back and watch it. I only missed the last 10 minutes. It was pretty late when we were watching it. Um, I know that's no excuse, but I know that... Going into it, I expected it to be one of those kind of s- silly little 80s comedies. Um, But I expected it to be a little bit more redeeming because of the fact that it was John Candy. Um, I would classify this movie as an also-ran because it reminded me of so many other movies. Well, not so many, like three in particular. Um, obviously, uh, you know, with the kidnapping... Um, and the, uh, you know, woman working with her, um, her lover to try to outwit uh, the, the, the millionaire, was very much ruthless. People, um, they had bits and pieces in it that could have come straight out of um, Naked Gun 2 and a half. you know, again another '80s era movie that came before it.
1: Yeah, but there are a thousand different comedies mm-hmm. that could have. I know, that come I'm out of just
0: exactly but this just had so and then of course you, um even though i haven't seen fletch from going, what i have going to seen of bits and pieces of fletch it you know this is john Candy's fletch you know and so i don't know i just think that those were probably would have be, been better watches for me than this one and it's it's too bad because i really do like john candy
1: well, why don't you go ahead and give everybody a synopsis for you shit on this movie some more. I'm
0: not going sh- <laughs> to All right. So this is probably going to be the longest part of this episode. <laughs> okay.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I've been uh, like all day long, stoked. All I wanted to do is leave work. I just wanted to leave work so I would come home and I could talk about this fabulous movie. Stop and Gut it. punch. Gut punch. I mean, first first twins. First <laughs> You on know, twins. And, I would rather no. watch
0: Twins than this movie. All right, now see
1: that's <laughs> fucked up. That is some bullshit. Sorry. All right. All right. Fine. Sorry. Fine. No. No. no uh, okay. No, no. All right. So let's. I see. I see what's going to happen here. What movie are you picking next week? I hate it. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. All
0: right. Let's go. Go with the summary. Um, and it's going to be a very spoilerific summary because this is an eighties movie, so. Um, and it's, it's an '80s movie. Okay, uh, so um, the daughter of millionaire billionaire,
1: I'm not sure they never um, really go into it, but yeah,
0: PJ Downing is kidnapped.
1: Thanks, thanks, Cat.
0: Harry Crumb, a bumbling and inept private investigator, is hired to solve the kidnapping. Which he's not expected to solve because his employer is the mastermind behind the kidnapping. Why is Elliot Dreisen?
1: Elliot owner, Dreisen. Dreisen. Yeah, Dreisen.
0: Why is Elliot Dreisen, managing director of Crum and Crum, kidnapping PJ Downing's daughter? Well, it's simple. He's in love with PJ's hu- uh, wife. <laughs>
1: You, st- you can stop trying to read this like it's <laughs> Shakespeare and read it and you probably won't fuck it up. <laughs> no
0: notes, people. No notes. Um, <laughs> Elliot is in love with PJ's wife, Helen Downing.
1: Husband. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it is Jeffrey I'm Jones. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. T- okay.
1: Yeah, but he's not 12. <laughs> the, 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 the wife's not 12, so.
0: Okay. Helen, who is unaware of Elliot's intentions, is very upset about this kidnapping, not because she's worried about her stepdaughter, but she and her lover, Vince, have been trying to kill PJ. Oh, I thought you were going
1: to say him been trying to have a baby.
0: No. All right. I've been trying to kill PJ for his money, and she's afraid all his millions are going to go to trying to save his daughter. So, before the police can get involved, Harry Crumb must try to solve the crime, bumbling idiot that he is. But he might just do it with the help of Nikki Downing, PJ's youngest daughter. And that's pretty much my summary.
1: That's fantastic. Sorry.
0: Yeah. See, no notes. No well notes. Well done. All right. The cast. Uh, John Candy. Candy, obviously, is Harry Crumb. Jeffrey Jones is Elliot Dreisen. 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 Dreizen. Dreisen. dry
1: Holy fuck,
0: bud. You're used parts, aren't you? Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, Annie Potts is Helen Downing. Tim Thomerson is Vince Barnes. Barry Corbin, PJ Downing. And Shawnee Smith is Nikki Downing. And there are uh, several other people in the cast, but uh, those are the ones you're gonna need to know about.
1: Those are the ones you need to know about.
0: So, what would you expect
1: from this piece of cinema?
0: The cinema? I was I was expecting an eighties movie. Okay. I wasn't expecting me to be thinking, oh, okay, that. Ca-. You know, it, it broke continuity for me. I think, especially the the pieces that that were more like Naked Gun, right? Like, I didn't expect to kind of rip off all these other things. Um, but it didn't seem right. Like they have this scene, and it's funny. It's a funny scene where he goes in um the study of of the millionaire and he starts talking to him about fishing, and he's very knowledgeable, right? This, which is another thing we'll I'll get into later that was kind of confusing. but um but he starts talking to pJ about fishing. And as he's doing it, he's putting his finger in the fish tank. And of course, you get this fish just biting like three quarters of his finger. And he's wag- wagging his finger around and it's trying just, to... It's
1: the size of a minnow. Right. And yeah. it was
0: growling like a dog because <laughs> it wouldn't let go. And so it, like that is something that you would see in Naked Gun. Yeah. And it was just out of place because the consistency of that kind of gag just wasn't there. There was lots you know, of
1: there was lots of pratfalls. there was lots of slapstick in this.
0: Yeah, but I mean, if you watch Naked Gun, um, any one of them, but especially the first one, the two and a half, there are like you can watch that several times and still find little sight gags somewhere in the background that you had never done before. and I think the sight gags that were like that same tone in this we're sh- we're so few and far between. Yeah, but that's that why it, that's it why Naked sense. Gun is
1: such such a masterpiece though. Yeah. And police files are such a masterpiece. I mean that's hard mm-hmm. to pull that off. This, right. yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Right. And then and then you have, you know, Redhead Annie Potts with her blonde
1: mm-hmm.
0: b- bo hunk mm-hmm. of a stupid boyfriend. Exactly like uh, what's her name? Anita Oh, what was the actress's name? That, that played um, Danny DeVito's mistress in Ruthless People with Bill and she was with Bill Pullman and oh. the blonde dumb bohunk Bill, Bill Pullman oh, in
1: Ruthless People I don't know I, spent, uh, I, I haven't seen that in a long time it's a good movie but I haven't seen it in a while yeah, she's, she, yeah we don't need to look it up yeah, it's not a big deal Ruthless but, but, people. Like,
0: but again it's like the same. It was like a complete, rip, almost complete rip off, right? Well, of that. you go so. back,
1: but if you go to the eighties, first of all, if you go to the eighties and you expect very much that's original, you're probably watching what was a blockbuster movie, because mm-hmm. everything stole from everything in the eighties. Right, it did. Right. So
0: again, and also ran. And it, it yeah. I,
1: absolutely and some movies do it better than others I happen to give this one a pass simply because maybe it's because I've seen it so many times okay. and maybe it's because I watched it a lot when it first came out and I watched it a lot when I was in the service maybe I don't know right I I mean it's not it's not a masterpiece right it, it did not make a ton of money it made money but it make a ton of money it it's it it does steal ideas from a lot of other movies yeah. but I, I it's John Candy good John Candy has several movies I can't watch but I can watch this one
0: okay okay
1: yeah I mean it's no twins it's no twins (laughs) but I can watch it don't try to renegotiate why do you think his hair
0: was red in this
1: I don't know I I don't know maybe just trying to go for a different look maybe 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 he wanted to be different cuz mm-hmm. he doesn't play a character like this in any other movie. He that one of the things that John Candy does in his movies that always makes him so good is he plays the likable even if he's an oaf. He's a likable oaf. He, right, you know he's what I mean? The... Yeah, <laughs> he's, yeah. He's, he's kinda, just yeah. He's, he's a jolly he's a jolly old fat man. That's really that's really what he is. He he's not Santa Claus, but he's a jolly old fat man. I mean right. his his little little role that he had in Home Alone, uh Great Outdoors, uh Plains, even trains and automobiles. even planes trains and automobiles, yeah. he's just a happy go lucky. Yeah, he had some serious moments there, but most of his movies, uh, fucking stripes was perfect. He was just a, a jolly fat guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He's not that in this movie. Right. That's not what he is in this movie. And maybe they didn't. Maybe they wanted him to have a different look. Maybe the red hair. I don't know. I can't tell you why. I honestly noticed watching it this time for the first time that I noticed he had red hair. Mm. I, I don't know why I never caught that before. Maybe I was too busy looking at his crotch. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay then. Um oh, so the other thing that I wanted to say. He um I I yeah, I, I think I think the other thing that was kind of strange about this character is he's supposed to be bumbling and inept, but at the same time he's very smart about a lot of different subjects. Like he's right about certain things. Like he knew about fishing equipment. He knows about boats. He was you know, flipping through the money and could tell it was like a bill short. You know, that those kind of things were like... It, I think they were know. trying
1: to show that he's a good detective. He's just clumsy.
0: Well, he's kind of clueless, Clu- too, because um. he's, you know, jumping to the wrong conclusions and it takes the Shani Smith character sometimes to push sometimes, him in the yeah. right direction. Yeah,
1: sometimes, yeah. But I mean, he was he was right on about most of his clues about, you know, he figured out that the mother was sleeping with the tennis pro... He knew about, like you said, about the money. He knew, he knew about um, the fact that uh, he, you know, when he got went and got the pictures, but he never looked at them. It was just, it, right. he was, he was. I think, I don't know. It, they just, they, they can't, they can't make him Perry Mason because then it's not funny, right? You know, I mean, if it's Perry, if you're gonna, if you're gonna make him a Perry Mason character, then you're just gonna have a, no, a crime drama. It's,
0: it's just that you know. Um... Usually, with this kind of character, it's um, and I guess I got to applaud them for trying to do something. dumb. It's dumb luck, right? Yeah, that that gets them to solve the crime.
1: Well, and he, there was dumb luck in this one for sure.
0: It dumb luck. Plus, you had the Shawnee Smith character helping them out, the daughter, and then and then he knew stuff. So it was all kind of like, I don't know. It just didn't feel. I don't well, know what the it, word is. that I'm looking for. But. It
1: definitely was dumb luck because if yeah. you if you go back to the end of the movie, um. He knew they were going to be on a plane to Buenos Aires, mm-hmm. even though he thought it was different people. He thought it was the Andy Potts and the Tim Thomerson character. He didn't realize it was going to be the Jeffrey or Elliot Dryson and and the Andy Potts character. But he they were going to be on a plane to Buenos Aires. But the only reason he knew they were going to be on a plane to Buenos Aires because they were watching a movie about where they were talking going about. To so Aires. it was it it was that every was, yeah, yeah it was it was also. Uh, You know, he happened to have the pictures and that let Elliot knew that he was on. It was, there was, it wasn't horribly written. Mm -hmm. I just, there was, there was some flaws with the execution, in my opinion. There were a lot of, I do have quite a few, I have questions in in this, but, but it's, it's a stupid comedy. So, you know, you can't really take them too far, but still.
0: Okay. So you had mentioned before that there were some things that were done very well, or did you even use the word brilliant? I'm trying to remember. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm just. I,
1: I don't know. Sure. So okay, there was so, some brilliance.
0: so what do you what do you what was, <laughs> what what particular uh, scenes or were stood out to you?
1: I loved the scene when he was in the office talking to the talking to PJ. Not necessarily the fish thing, but the fish thing to me was funny. But when he walks up to him and for emphasis he slams his hands down on all the flies. I crack. That cracks me up every (laughs) every time. It cracks me up. It cracks me up that he felt like he had to put on a disguise
0: to drive the
1: car (laughs) to 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 trail Annie Potts and Tim Thomerson, right? Right. But it was PJ's car, so it's not like the gardener was going to be. It's just there are things. There are little things that crack me up. Um.
0: Um. When he's pretending to be the salon owner.
1: Uh. Uh. No, no, that was that was funny. That's one of my favorite lines. The scene where um uh Elliot convinces her he blackmails her into having sex with him and mm-hmm. he's like, Oh yeah, and she's laying there smoking a cigarette, just got this look on her face, like, Oh, is the paint dry yet? There's there are just there are little things that crack me up.
0: Yeah, she's good in this. Yeah. I mean oh, yeah. she's the not, scene she's not bad in most of the things I've seen her. The
1: scene but. where she had the ransom letter. And yeah. it said, "Pay us on Friday, or the girl dies." And she crossed it out and put Monday. <laughs> that that uh, that is one of the funniest jokes I've ever seen in a movie, in my opinion. Because she she didn't even unpeel it and pull the old stuff. She just took a pen and crossed out Friday and 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 put Monday in different letters. The first time I saw that, I lost it. I lost <laughs> it. I, I don't know. It, it's you know, it was. Eh. It's a it's a movie that swung for the fences and and you know yeah. hit a single. Yeah because of an error.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, well, it had a lot of uh John Candy's uh Second City associates in it mm-hmm. as well. Um the Valerie Broomfield um who played the the cop that was trying to guest yep. him. Um Joe Flaherty, of course. It's mm-hmm. always nice to see Joe Flaherty. He's ever used quite a bit.
1: He does a lot of he's a good character actor. He does a lot of character stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, one of the biggest roles I've seen him in, other than um, the little roles he does in movies, was um, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah,
0: Freaks and Geeks, the dad on Freaks and Geeks. He was good in it too. Um, I mean, he's probably been in a lot of uh, Canadian TV. But...
1: What are you doing in Canada?
0: <laughs> he was in that. <laughs> what are you doing? You guys in
1: ever get like a Canadian, an American nickel in your cho- in your change?
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So. Um, I don't I don't know if I've got a whole lot to say. There's not a whole lot of trivia about this either. Zero yeah. very
1: little trivia. Um I always wondered about the orange tree in the, the office.
0: Oh, yeah. Did you find out what uh, that a meant? little
1: bit. It's supposed to be a nod to uh Chinatown. Yeah. Never saw Chinatown. Tried to watch it. Got like fifteen minutes into it, I'm like, yeah. Really? Pass. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe mm-hmm. it was just when I watched it. Maybe it was the time I watched it. I will uh I will say this about this movie. I haven't watched this movie in a long time. In fact, what we watched the other night was the DVD copy. So most movies Mm -hmm. that I have that I enjoy, I have at least a Blu-ray on it. It was not as amazingly enjoyable to me as it was in the past. I don't know why. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's because I felt your judging eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, And then when I was trying to watch it, I kept hearing... (laughs) 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 No, I'm kidding. It wasn't that bad. But... I don't know. Maybe it just having. Excuse me. Maybe doing this podcast or mm-hmm. the other podcast or looking at movies the way we look at them now. I I, I can acknowledge that there's 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 a this is was never going to win an Oscar no. for anything. Oh, no. It's not even going to win an Oscar for like best release. What was the one that we did? Best 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 DVD release. Yeah, I think it was uh Was it uh go build Dave builds a maze or something like that? They had they won an award. They won an award for best best DVD release. I'm like, um, they put it on what day? Yeah, they put it in a (laughs) container and they shipped it. Uh, it's not nothing. It's it's not it's not a. Oh my God! Look at that acting performance. No, this is just a stupid rainy day. Haven't seen it. Throw it in. Is what it is. Laugh a couple times. Mm -hmm. Ninety minute movie. That's it. It was not as fun and funny as I remember. Although i I still laugh, I still find the parts funny. I just see them so many times, I didn't laugh at it. But the parts that I always laugh at, I still laughed at. I I caught a lot of things in this watching that I'd never seen before. That I'm like, well, that that could never happen, or what is that doing, or why? Right, right. And I said a couple of them. So my first one is my number one pet peeve that I think any writer that uses this in any movie or television show ever, they should be fired, banished and ex- ex- excommunicated and marked with a big green L or a big red L on their chest in paint, the scarlet L, loser. Or we could do the I, are uh, you, unimaginative. Loser. There is no fucking way anywhere in this world that a man can crawl through Air conditioner ducts. It, it it's not it's not possible. It 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 is not
0: especially a John Candy
1: yes, sized man. It is not possible. None of this. Oh well, there's one. There's you know because no because even in those condo buildings, everybody has their own thermostat. You cannot. It does not work that way. Stop it. It's it's. I get that this was the 80s, but I mean they did it. In Die Hard. They still do it. It when I see that in a movie now, I just automatically go that writer should be fired. <laughs> It should be fired, because I'm okay with pushing the boundaries or the limits of stuff, but that's garbage. Um, uh, Something else, you know, they had to have a way for the cars to get locked up when they were chasing each other. Mm -hmm. The guy was driving an IROC-Z, and it had a tow hitch on it? (laughs) Seriously? What did you mount it to? The, the, The transmission? Just silly. Just little stupid shit like that. The camera angle that he was using when he took the pictures. Yeah. He's got the camera up. Uh, in the room, but the camera picked the pictures. Actually, were coming up from the floor at the bed. There's a lot of, a lot of mistakes.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. But
1: still, I like it.
0: You liked it. Aww. oh You liked it. Well,
1: we're at 23 minutes. <laughs> Should be vamp. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs>
0: Hello, my <rank-time> long-term <laughs> uh,
1: So, Mortal Kombat. Have you seen Mortal Kombat? No. um <laughs> <laughs>
0: So all right, let's 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 maybe knock down some of these scenes by and you can you can rank them to me what you think that they were all right. Eh. Had the potential to be funny. Or oh, were funny. Okay. All right. So there is a scene where you have um I'm just going to say Harry Crumb's boss because I never get the name right. Elliot Drayson. You have Elliot. Dryson. Dryson. That's not how you spell it. Um.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Try it with a K.
0: Try it with a K. Um, I think he
1: says D. I always say K but I think he says D.
0: Mm. So you have um, uh, they're, they're having dinner with PJ the millionaire and he's at the head of the table and then you have Harry Crumb who's sitting across from the Annie Potts character Helen Downing. Yeah. Then you have Jeffrey Jones sitting next to Harry Crumb, and then across from him is um, the Valerie Broomfield character, uh-huh. um, Detective Casey. <coughs> Let
1: me stop you right there. There is no way to physically try and figure out what they were trying to do in that scene. To physically. There's try. no way. Who who was she playing footsies with?
0: She was trying to play footsies with Harry. Why? Maybe she wasn't just to sleep distract with him. him.
1: But she started playing footsies with Harry, didn't she? Yeah. Okay. Why?
0: And then he started what he thought like, okay, you know what she's wearing, right? A dress. She takes off her shoes. She starts rubbing his leg with her foot. He takes off his shoe and starts rubbing Elliot's.
1: Yeah, foot. I. Yeah, I mean, that was... The only only thing funny about that scene was when he took his shoe off, he (laughs) had a hole in his sock and his toe was sticking out. (laughs) So you wouldn't know,
0: you know, you wouldn't feel that that was a a man's leg with a sock on it versus a woman's blah, 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 blah. Now he thinks it's the girl across from him, so he's been drinking because he's upset about not being able to get Helen's affections. And so he sticks his foot
1: someplace Yeah, but by the end of the scene, it. I mean, the scene Elliot is like 2 thirds under the table. Like yeah. no one's going to notice that he's literally falling out <laughs> of his seat and we're having a converse. It, there's there is no way to justify yeah. that scene other than they yeah. just wanted a couple of slapstick. I I that, now,
0: in a a naked gun type of movie where the tone might have been a little crazier and different, you you'd allow it.
1: Maybe. Allow it. Maybe. I think I think to allow that scene, you have to I, I need to know why the Annie Potts character is trying to play footsies with Harry. I, I, because there's 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 no way she's going to sleep with him. There's no way that...
0: No, you, no, but maybe she, you know, she was trying to use her feminine wiles to get him to be more a little bit more compliant. What if he's gay? To her. Well, yeah, she'd try anyway. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's just more like I can manipulate this guy if I, if okay. I you know... Maybe bat my eye. I'll ask Adam or or something like that because she's trying to cover her bases, you know, trying to not get caught as the potential murderer of her husband. It's it's funny that you bring that scene up. That that's
1: that's one of the few scenes in this movie I don't like. Okay, I I I, it's not that it's not it wasn't funny, but you're just like why? Well, Mm -hmm. what's what's going on here? Why why do you have your ex wife who you know doesn't care about the daughter? Or excuse me, your current wife, who you know doesn't care about the daughter, the boss, and the private invest- investigator that you've hired, mm-hmm. and the police officer that's investigating it. Why are they at dinner together? Why that's, are they drinking together? Yeah, that's <laughs> not that's not how it works. First of all, so yeah. so you you that just not not how it's going to go no, down. And then somebody it's so, had yes. d- decided
0: yes. that that was something that they wanted to see happen, and yep. they wrote it that way. Okay, the let's let's move on. Um the scene before
1: one quick uh, before you before you say that, how many scenes are Annie Potts and John Candy in, in this movie together? Not many. Two?
0: I think they are in the scene where they meet him, where he comes in the office. They are in the scene okay. at the dinner. Okay. And I think they are in the scene at the end where they're getting the money on the airplane. ready for the drop. And May- then in the airport.
1: Maybe it's one of the that's right at the drop. So there's, so there's more than one. Okay, I like, like Caddyshack is famous for the, for the cannonball scene, mm-hmm. and that's only because they had that scene because that was the only scene that that the two of them are in together. Chevy, Chevy Chase and Bill Murray. Yeah. And and they weren't. They hated each other. I, it's a story everybody knows. But maybe, maybe what I'm trying to get at is maybe the producers or or the studio said, look, these are the two huge stars in this movie. They need to have more screen time together. Write something, and that's all they could come up with. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Okay.
0: Maybe. Um, again, not a whole lot to go on because there's not a whole lot of going on in this movie. Okay. Let's go to the scene where they are supposed to get the instructions from the quote unquote kidnappers. Okay. Um, and so they're going to a horse track and for some reason, um, Harry has to disguise himself as a jockey. (laughs) Tall, That's just funny man because it's so fucking jockey.
1: ridiculous. Here's a guy who weighs 350 pounds wearing a jockey outfit. They don't even make jockey outfits that big. That's and they, they have mean. a horse do a double take. <laughs> I got I to carry that song, bitch. It, see, it's, yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay. with. Uh, um. And
0: of course they had the thing that, you know, again, would fit in perfectly well in Naked Gun, where yeah. they had the shorter, smaller phone booths for the only the jockeys to use. Because if you're a jockey, yeah. you're going to be making a lot of phone calls on the day yeah, of the you race. Wouldn't,
1: you wouldn't be <laughs> able to get that joke away in, in this PC culture. You wouldn't be able to get away with that joke. Cause um, that was,
0: maybe, yeah. maybe not. But I think it's just, it's kind of stupid. Like, what are, what are, why would they need to be, why would you have to have phone booths for jockeys? Uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> Well, uh, listen. Cuz they're not supposed to be betting.
1: They <laughs> No, they're not supposed to be betting, but since they're all foreign, they have those special little call call Mexico cards or call Italy cards that you had you remember how you had to use those back in the day before cell phones. You couldn't just you you couldn't just go to a, 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 a pay phone oh. and call somebody. Okay. You don't remember those? Uh, so no. it was special phones that it had a built-in Oh, okay. It's all a right. joke. All it's right. a, it's it's a joke.
0: All right. But I mean, caddies are all I'm not because they all shapes and sizes, but they're all different.
1: It, 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 it's a joke. Okay. I'm just
0: did I cat. Did I say caddies?
1: Yeah, you did. <laughs> my joke was still funnier. Jockeys. Than yours. <laughs> my joke is still funnier than yours. That's that's and that's, that's that's excellent. Uh, yeah, I I it, it's. Yeah. They needed a reason to get John Candy stuck in a phone booth. I guess. Yep. I don't even. I. Why not?
0: Well, they also needed to delay him from the chase, right? So,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, okay, good enough, right? Okay,
0: all right. So let's think of the other one. All right, the fan scene.
1: <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so, so stupid.
0: Harry and Nicole. Is it wasn't Nicole? That's the, the youngest daughter, I believe. I am correct here when saying Nicole. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, Nikki. Sorry. So Harry and Nikki are spying on Helen and, and Vince. Um and they're on top of a building which is apparently a restaurant or a country club or boat yacht club something.
1: Yeah, it looked like it, yeah.
0: And um he of course Harry slips and slides and falls through
1: a sun. He slips through. He slips through one of those windows that it, that it's, it's, it's a window, but apparently it goes 180, <laughs> I, I, or actually, apparently it goes 360. Oh, foot, Yeah. So, yeah, just stupid. Yeah, just stupid. stupid.
0: So he falls through, and you're expecting a big crash, but no, no, he falls. He, he somehow gets himself on the world's strongest ceiling fan.
1: <laughs> I I do believe, having done it myself. Okay. Not done it myself, but I hang them on a daily basis. I do believe that if you were to stand on a ceiling fan like that, it would probably hold you. <laughs> the screws that you used to hold those are rated for about 600 pounds of torque.
0: Alright. So he's slowly going roundy round trying to figure out how he's going to get down. Yeah. Um,
1: now, standing on it and hanging from the end of the blade while it's on super high are two completely oh, different yeah, things. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Oh, well, let's get to the kid, okay? So the kid, there's a kid. He sees him, he waves, and the kid decides that he's going to go over because there's that boat, what is it, accelerator? It's that a control it's a, it's a that throttle. somehow controls it's the It's a throttle, throttle control. Controls the fan because, you know, they just leave it out there for any patron to just, willy nilly pull to speed up or slow down the fans, right? And the kid pulls it. Now, I guess there's a there is a con- not a continuity error, but there is an error in that scene. Cuz when he that kid pulls back, he's actually pulling to slow.
1: Yes. But
0: instead it goes whippy wildy and now you've got a Don Candy-sized mannequin or something hanging off the end of a blade. Whipping around. it 80s comedy.
1: It's ridiculous because, <laughs> first of all, let's just put the fan control where, like you said, everybody can get their hands on it. Yeah, sure. Number two.
0: It's fun. It's hey, interactive. The kid, kid
1: can just walk all over there because the kid, the six-year-old, eight-year-old, he knows exactly where to go to oh, make the fan span faster, spin faster, right?
0: There so many times.
1: Again, another reason for some wackiness in a naked gun. They, they needed the scene where he walked out all drunk. Are all tipsy and stuff that's all there is to it i mean i mean we can try and analyze this film oh no i'm not
0: analyzing it no, no, i'm just, you're not. Like it's just still it... pointing out what, what scenes could be funny if you oh, this... do decide to watch this well this question, this
1: this this movie probably has the most i have questions of any movie we've done probably has more than any two movies we've done put together
0: i uh, i i don't really have too many i have questions just because i i knew it was a silly movie to begin with so um, I guess I wasn't like looking at it that Understood.
1: way. Understood. All right. Anyway. You got a next scene.
0: Oh, let's see. Okay, let's talk about um the the spa scene. Okay, because uh, well, no. Before we talk about the spa scene, let's talk about how this movie starts because the opening sequence does not scream comedy. <laughs> you have a very seductive, sexy. Jennifer Downing getting herself prepped for her mud wrap, so she's getting undressed, and they've got the seductive, you know, eighties
1: saxophone, yeah, kind of music, yeah.
0: All right, and I've heard it mentioned, and I I'll, I'll try to find the the person who did the review. They called that spa very acute Kubrickian.
1: Kubrickian, okay,
0: because it's just sheets and a spa table well it was the 80s (laughs) you know there was no
1: HIPAA.
0: um so she's laying there with the mud all over her and whatever i not not, probably not the cucumbers over her eyes but we'll we'll just go with that um and as the spa attendant is you know finishing up somehow some way somebody sneaks up behind her and chloroforms her now how would you know okay that that would be that that would be my i have my i have questions question so let's let's not get to that but it's just it's very strange and very against the tone of this movie i know it sets up the premise but he 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 we're kidnapping a young girl well
1: (laughs) you got i mean i have naked young girl (laughs) take 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 that scene okay um uh, Jimbo, Jim Bob, Jimbo mm-hmm. is the guy that kidnapped her. Right. He just walks into the spa. Nobody says anything. Right. He walks out with way, her. With, with these Nobody says anything. horsey boots yeah. on
0: or whatever, yeah.
1: Now, here's, I can take this scene and I can flip it on his head for you. Okay. Do you remember the scene where they were all first met and it was uh, Harry Crumb and whoever and whoever and they were talking and they mentioned that that was Annie Potts um, that was her appointment that day, and okay, she gave yeah. it to the daughter. Right. So if Elliot Dryson was trying to kidnap somebody, right? How did he know that it was the daughter and not Annie Potts? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah conspiracy. see these writers are fucking horrible yeah they're, they're, i mean yeah. they're really they're red really herring oh it's they, a red herring they literally i feel like <laughs> i feel like that that right. is literally where this right. movie fell down it wasn't the acting an actor can only do what he's what he's given work with john candy has has taken some bad movies he's done some bad movies but it it was never like oh my god you see candy's performance and that it was horrible it was just right. poor writing is they, he one of
0: those actors that just doesn't say no
1: no, I don't think so. I don't think he says no to I I don't think he said no to like friends that one needed something like John Hughes. Hey, do you mind doing a cameo in Home Alone? Sure. I, and you don't you don't even pay me. It's just it's he's just he does it for friends. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it was this is a movie where they needed to move the story along somehow and they had the story taken care of in twenty minutes, and they're like, Well, how do we make this funny? Right. Um hold on, let me get some dice. John Candy in a jockeys outfit. Oh, I fucking love it. I love it. Good job Bingo. Carl. you can take the week off because that's the best idea of the studio that's well yeah, kind of, and
0: it's I mean, and it's not like the audience needs that red herring because they know who did it, they know who did it like almost fifteen minutes yes twenty minutes in they know who did it, and they know why, and
1: i'm I'm okay with them telling you who did it up right. front because that's where a lot of the Mm-hmm. A lot of the jokes where he's like, I think it was, you know, the butler with the lead pipe. And you know that he's way, he's way, way off. off.
0: Yeah. Well, so maybe that was just because it was her appointment. That was his red herring. But it we're not as invested in it because we're not trying to figure out who done it either. Yeah. We're just we trying to figure out, point, yeah. you know, why. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good enough. Not why, but you know what I'm saying. Um, when... That's that's when is yeah. Harry, Harry Crumb going to figure this out? So here's
1: um, here's Drayson, who's got one mm-hmm. of two pterodactyl eggs in his office. Yeah. Okay. One one of two.
0: I did laugh at that joke.
1: Oh, that that th- those those were. I mean, it was funny when he was on the bike and the st- mm-hmm. different stuff. But let me ask you this: Drayson is so worried because he can't get Annie Potts to love him because she's only interested money. This guy has one of two. I'm gonna say it one more time. One of two pterodactyl eggs, ferrous fossilized pterodactyls in his office. There is no way that that's not worth several million dollars right there. <laughs> and he's asking for ten million. Just sell the fucking pterodactyl egg. Tell her I'm worth six million. Let's go to, let's go to freaking Cancun. Cause you know she's gonna kill him in a month. <laughs> Seriously, right? Right. So I don't. I, that was something else I didn't get. And why? Why uh, I don't know. I I, I I just watch it and I enjoy it. I, I it's yeah. stupid. The writing is absolutely okay. god awful in it. But
0: okay, so we've we've established the scene of why he's going to the spa and this weird weird beginning to this movie. Um, so sorry we we keep bouncing around, but there is a scene where he goes into the spa. <laughs> I don't know why. He's dressed up. Like he's the spa owner that apparently nobody knows how to spell his name. Even John oh, Candy. His name,
1: his name was like, dungeon, 연, so, uh, How do you spell that? I don't know. Try it with a D. It cracks <laughs> me up. Every I, I still say that to people. How do you spell that? I don't know. Try it with a K. All yeah. the time. All yeah. the time. And they look at me like I'm stupid.
0: So he's trying to find out the person who, who got knocked out and... What the day of that whole thing, but I don't know. I mean, to to me, it was yeah, and maybe it's just because uh, it 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 certainly belongs within its time. Um, those little bits where he's like the Indian air conditioner guy or the um I, Iranian Armenian or whatever he's supposed to be in this spot. I mean, the, they don't age well at all. Um, but
1: lots of stuff from the eighties doesn't age. No, well No, it
0: doesn't. No, you're right. But, uh, yeah. But you liked it. You liked that whole part where he's what pretending to be this guy.
1: Oh, no, 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 yeah. no, no, I That scene doesn't crack me up. It's when she says, how do you spell it? And he goes, I don't know. Try it with a D. You don't know how to spell your own fucking name? <laughs> yeah. And they're buying that you're the guy? I mean, that's like... Yes, Mr. Burns. What's your last name? I don't no, know. No, no, your first I, name. <laughs> your first name. Oh my yeah, Mr. I don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, at that point they're gonna you see what I'm saying? Yeah, they're gonna be out. It's just...
0: Especially if they've just had someone kidnapped from their salon <laughs> yes. or a spa. Yeah, a little crazy. A little crazy.
1: This was I did read a clip where this definitely was Chevy or um his his Fletch. It's yeah. I mean it's the same it's the same thing. Um I thought you had seen Fletch and didn't like it. No, I, I, I have well, not seen Fletch. You're going to watch it, because Uh-oh. this movie is... That's that's Chevy Chase's...
0: It can't be any worse than Harry Crumb.
1: That's Chevy Chase's best movie, and I say that knowing that he was in Caddyshack, but Chevy Chase, as good as he is in Caddyshack, is not what makes Caddyshack what it is. He makes Fletch one of the best movies of the 80s. It's one of the best comedies of the 80s. The lines and the, f- the mannerisms that he has, so... Yes, John Candy does not pull off what Chevy Chase does, but I can see that they're trying right. to do that. Yes.
0: Yeah. <coughs> okay. So those are the only one stand out things that I know that, that you kind of chuckled and guffawed at. So, um, well, except for the beginning of it, which is, um, so that's just what I wanted to kind of feel out how funny you thought each of those were. I
1: I, I guess my 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 laughs at this are more subtle. You know, when he slams his hands down. Yeah. Fucking kills me at the end when he comes out of the, the office and he's in drag. And she's like, Harry, on line two. He comes out and he's in drag and she goes, where are you off to, Harry? And he says, San Francisco. Good luck. And he takes the bow and he throws it around his neck. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to need it. <laughs> you're in <laughs> fucking drag. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the... it's. It's that that stuff just cracked me up. Uh, as dumb as as dumb as the whole at the very beginning when he's on the wash la- the la- the window washer mm-hmm. lift and okay, he ends yep. up flopping into the chair and the guy's like I feel like every time I'm out of here somebody's sitting in my chair. It's it's stupid shit that's stupid and right. I'm laughing at it because it's stupid. I'm not laughing at it because it's well written. I'm just laughing at it because it's stupid because every now and then you just got to do that.
0: Okay.
1: I loved. Um, <laughs> I loved the look on his face at the end, because he thinks he's got everything figured out, and he pulls the tape off of Dryson's mouth. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, that's right, I did it." And and as as he's just taking Harry's story and start yeah. lighting on fire and peeing on it to put it out, you just see Harry's face just go, "Wow, I was all wrong."
0: Yeah.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah, but I got you. You, you just.
0: Well, you wouldn't like why? Why other than the fact that he was just so fed up with Harry? Why would you offer that up?
1: He He was. He came in. He was just pissed off.
0: and and you know because here here's the thing, Dryson. huh Good job.
1: Um, is it Dryson or Drayson? Who cares?
0: Yeah. Um, he he meets. Helen at the airport telling him that she, he was the one behind the, the uh, or calls her and tells him that he was the, the one behind everything. He had the money, which she knows, because they trailed him. And she, he saw him throw out the suitcase, and they went to get the money and realized that he had taken it. So she runs to the airport to run off with him, or run off with the money. Lord knows what she's going <laughs> to, how she's going to get rid of him. Um, she's going to kill him. The boyfriend shows up. Pardon me? And or the her lover shows up, Um, holds a gun on him. And of course, she switches sides because duplicitous. Is because duplicitous. why wouldn't you?
1: <laughs> I was just helping to get the money. Yeah. Yeah, sure you were.
0: So they're going to take off and they get caught. And they leave Dryson hanging up in a chair in chains in a boiler room. Why would there be chains in a boiler room? Uh,
1: I, I looked that up. Oh, okay. Actually, okay. That movie was made in 1989. Mm-hmm. It Was released in 89. It was filmed in 1988 from 19 or from December 31st of 1986 to December 31st of 1987. It was national code for anywhere that there was more than 50 amps of power, you had to have a chair that could be suspended by the ceiling with chains.
0: Are you serious? Fuck no, I'm <laughs> not
1: serious. <laughs> Kinda of like where? Are you, what? Yeah. Fuck no! I'm not serious. I totally made that shit up. Okay. Every time I see that, I'm like, where the fuck did they get the chair? <laughs> what the hell? I mean, come on. You could tie him. You tied him up. I get that. You 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 threw him in a closet. I get that. But now he's in a swinging chair. He's in a Jeffrey Jones sex dungeon chair. That's literally what that is. Every time I see it, at this point in my in his mm-hmm. in his career, <laughs> I'm like, um. <laughs> that ranks right up there with when um with when uh she's driving the little the little stair thing yeah and he catches he catches the plane and she runs into it and he hits the the door on yeah. the airplane and the door from the airplane blows in
0: yeah that wouldn't happen uh
1: airplane door is open outward
0: out, out yeah because you know the seal <laughs>
1: Just so many funny things that are just ridiculous. Although, I do laugh every time when the pilot goes, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's how a very bad day starts if you're on an airplane and the pilot goes, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Whether you're on I the ground or in the air. Yeah. I yeah.
0: would agree. All right. Um I know we kind of went into some of the my I have questions questions and you said you have a lot, so...
1: But we've kind of we've discussed We've kind of gone through Um the, the chair in the in the electrical room. Um, the... <laughs> the... I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing. The fucking cops aren't smart enough to take the ransom letter after it's been scratched out from Friday to Monday and realize that the envelope's been opened and... There's new fingerprints on it. Um, the the t- tow hitch on the IROC-Z Camaro. Camaros don't tow anything. Um, the two of them just happened to climb up on the roof at the restaurant. Nobody asked them a question. Um, uh, the, the doggone window washing machine. The window washing, uh, not machine, the window washing platform. Yeah. The way it's swinging back and forth. Uh, the angle of the camera taking the pictures of Elliot with uh, Annie Potts, right. the, the him being in the in the air duct. Um, I mean, they just go. They go. The fish. The fish was barking. Right. Why is the fish bark? Now I've heard fish grunt. I've heard a lot of fish grunt. They make a <laughs> type sound, almost like a pig.
0: In fact, disturbing. Him. In, in fact, there are there <laughs> are
1: very in disturbing. In fact, there are fish that you can catch right here off the causeway that are called grunts. When you pull them out of the water they make that sound they sound like almost like a frog croaking. <laughs> yeah, um I mean the fact that the owner of the salon doesn't know how to spell his own name. Right. Uh I mean they make good for good jokes, but it's just like wow, I, if I'm going to pick on gone girl, I got to pick on this one, right? Right. There's there's a lot. I mean, it's just this is not a movie that you this is like um As good as Back to the Future is, as much as I love those movies, you can still dissect the time travel part of that movie. Mm -hmm. But why they're so good and I enjoy it so much, I don't want to open up that can of worms. So, you know, I I, you can do it with Avengers, with Endgame too. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it was John Candy, it was Annie Potts. Uh, Yeah, I I I'm good, I'm good with it.
0: Cool, cool.
1: All right. You can kind of watch this movie with your family, but you kind of can't. There's a couple spots where you... (laughs) Although I will say this. I do have new love for this movie now, because after seeing it a thousand times, I do realize that you actually get to see Annie Potts' nipples in it. So, (laughs) you know, that works out for me.
0: (laughs) Hello. Oh, another cat. Just running around. No. Oh, jeez. There he goes.
1: Oh, my God. That's how they knocked over all the... The, the stuff off the shelf the other night i bet all right okay sorry we have uh um, oh, you greg, greg greg's
0: other podcast does a um there's a lot of uh care packages for troops deployed overseas so we have about seven boxes on the podcast table and the cat has decided that it's mountain
1: climbing time yeah, apparently i'm gonna come up here because if i go up there you gotta do what i say <laughs> get down jesus yeah this is intriguing podcasting guys sorry sorry all right um All right, so you didn't
0: really look up box office. I did did look up box office. All right.
1: I did look up box office. I couldn't find the budget, but this made uh, $10,982,364. It was released on 1,198 theaters. It was just behind I'm going to get you, (laughs) sucker, that made uh, $11,023,007, and that was released on 266 screens. So it did not do good. It was number 84 for the year. Number one for the year was Batman. Um, this made less money than Police Academy 6, City Under Siege. And I watched those while we were sick, and it was abysmal. Hmm. Police Academy 6 was abysmal. That's it.
0: Well, my only, I guess, remaining I have question Question would be Having never seen the movie, the only thing that I remember about this movie when it came out was the picture on the poster mm-hmm. with him with the suction cups on his hands and his knees crawling up the side of a building. Nothing remotely like that happens in the movie.
1: They did that a lot in the eighties. Why? I don't know. It might have been a deleted scene. Mm. It, it might have been something that was in the script that you know maybe they were maybe they were making pressers for this. Way before the movie was done, who who knows? Hmm. That seemed to be pretty common in the 80s. Um, Lots of times they would... I cannot tell you how many times I've seen a trailer for a movie from the 80s that there was a scene in it that was not in the actual movie. So, uh, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, they couldn't put him in drag because that would give away the final scene. I I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to need it. I mean, that statement in of itself, I'm going to San Francisco, so obviously the only way I can blend in is to be in drag, yeah, right? Right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Uh, what were your top three scenes?
0: I have to say, the one that did make me laugh was when he gets to L.A. Hey, Kitty. Bye, Kitty. Um, he gets to L.A. and he goes... To rent a car, <laughs> and they try to get him set up in this little red number, and he's like, "No, I want this one. I want this one." And when he goes to drive off the lot, he just immediately gets plowed by a truck.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny.
0: Right. Okay. Set it up. That's it. Um, the pterodactyl egg. Um, when he first not not when he destroys the pterodactyl egg, even though you know that that's coming a little bit later, but he says, "What's this? An egg?" And, and Elliot says, "It's a pterodactyl egg. It's fossilized. It's ninety million years old. In the entire world, there are only two of these ever found." And Harry goes, "You know, that may
1: be worth something." <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, so, um, I don't know. I mean. <sighs>
1: There's only one scene that you laughed out loud at. There's only one.
0: Do you remember what it was? I do.
1: <laughs> I can give you I can give you my top 3 and you can tell me if that's in it. Okay. Uh shit. I had my number 3, I can't remember what it was. I know my number 2, my number 1. Uh Oh well. Uh the the number the number 2 is when he is doing the whole, oh, you're the owner, and he's like, "What's your name? My name is DeJoy De- De- uh, De- De- Giglios." Yeah, DeJoy De- Giglios. How do you spell that? I don't know. Try it with a D. <laughs> that I it cracks me up. Man, it makes me mad that I can't remember what my number th- my three what my third was. Hold on. Give me just a minute. We'll okay. talk about it. We'll figure it out. Uh. Vamping.
0: Vamping. Vamping.
1: I'm so sorry, it'll come. It'll come to me. In a, it'll come to me in a second. We
0: can vamp. My number one, see, okay,
1: which is the only one that you laughed at, mm-hmm. was when the ransom letter, when she crossed it, it out crosses, from Friday crosses, yeah. to Monday, that was to me was hysterical. I, it's just, and that's something that you've I'd never seen before, and still have not seen anything like that to this day. It was just whoever wrote that joke should should have got a promotion because they were the only person that did a job yeah. in that whole movie. <laughs> um.
0: Like they wouldn't question why they would like just wipe out.
1: The- yeah. Yeah. You know, I also kinda liked the um I kinda liked the scene on the bus with Jim Belushi. He's like, Diet Coke? Nope. How about a cherry? Nope, But together you got a cherry goat. Ha 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 ha. looking at him like, what the fuck is wrong with you, he man? He didn't
0: even look like he was in the scene. He looked like he was just kind of CGI'd in.
1: He was in there. Yeah, CGI didn't. It, he <laughs> it was it was a cameo. But the part about that, that cracks me up is you're our you're our number one guy. We've gotta have you in Los Angeles to solve this case. <laughs> Here's a bus ticket. <laughs> we, we're gonna we're gonna let you ride on a bus from fucking Kansas. They had his ass in Kansas. Oh
0: well, he does the least amount of damage there. Yeah,
1: apparently, even though he is the the son of the grandson of the founder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we didn't take a break this week because we we knew that this was going to be a short one, guys. We hope you're not mad at us. uh, um, Will you watch this again? Mm -mm. If your answer is anything other than yes, it's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. If you don't, if you said no, you're not going to upset me. Not not that anybody on the podcast I that don't think to I would no.
0: voluntarily say, hey, let's throw in who's who's Harry I, Crumb.
1: I would, but it's not in the rotation that it used to be. There's so many other yeah. things out there. I, I just, I mean... If,
0: if if you do want to see it, if even after buying, you know, ringing endorsement, uh, you can watch it on Amazon Prime for a whole
1: $2.99. Or you can probably buy it at Walmart for three ninety nine on DVD. Mm. Uh, you know what? This is, when you watch a movie like Summer Rental with mm-hmm. John Candy... Not a fantastic movie, but fun. You know, mm-hmm. cute. Um he's he's got his 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 movies of his to me that are really good, that are hard to not watch when, when I see him. But this one it's just it's it's a typical, it's kind of a John Candy movie. He's not he, he's just he's just what he was. So I would I would watch it again. But you know, we watched it because of me to begin with. So you knew what I was gonna say to that. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So the last question of the week is
0: Is
1: what are you gonna have me watch?
0: Mm -mm. I'm gonna have you make a decision. I think. NHL. Mm -mm. Okay. I'll give you a choice between faith, waffles, or fashion.
1: Oh fucking neither! Hello, (laughs) because fashion's gonna be with Devil Wears Prada, isn't it? Yeah. Oh fuck me. Oh, oh, faith! All right, I don't even know what it is, and it's going to be better than the other option. <laughs> what is it? We're watching Saved. <laughs> Never heard of it.
0: All right, it is a uh, little, uh, a, a little. It, it it's got the feel of an indie movie, but it's got Mandy Moore and Macaulay Culkin, and oh, uh, what's the name of that little brat that was in Stepmom? Um,
1: <laughs> oh my god, it's not bad. Oh, my God. I wouldn't
0: steer you wrong.
1: All right. Okay. I mean, you fucking steered me wrong when you said Mandy, and you went even farther when you said more. <laughs> you were going to have me watch The Devil Wears Prada.
0: It's a good movie. Yeah,
1: sure it is. <laughs> All right. It's
0: Meryl Streep, man.
1: Wait a minute. Who's Harry Crumb was John Candy, man. All right. <laughs> No, that's all right. I the, when Devil Wars Pride is a popular movie. A lot of people like it. I don't know why, but they do. I guess I'll find out eventually.
0: Uh, maybe. Eventually. Yeah. I do
1: know that this is episode 48. Yep. Next episode's episode 49, and we have a special episode coming up for episode 50. It's a retrospective for our, mm-hmm. all of our guests that join us on a weekly basis. <laughs> Well, you know, On as weekly it is that we business. record, yeah.
0: We're gonna we're gonna talk about um, our experience because this whole experiment is, you know, n-
1: failing miserably. <laughs> God, I love you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This woman's a fucking saint.
0: <laughs> All right, so this whole experiment is you watching movies with me that I would watch, but you wouldn't normally watch and you picking movies that I wouldn't normally watch and us trying to understand each other's taste in movies. Well, not know understand, but learn to appreciate what it is you appreciate about certain movies. And, so, and that's
1: true. Even though I bitch a little bit when you make me right. watch movies. So like, we're,
0: we're going to kind of go through some of our, um, maybe some of the, some of the movies that surprised us, some of the movies that, you know, um, Delivered exactly what they, we thought they were going to deliver. Um, just a lot of different ways of looking at the films that we've introduced to each other. And uh, I think it'll be a good conversation.
1: We are actually going to have a movie for that episode too. But it'll be along the lines of this movie. Because there won't be a lot of analysis it uh, on lot. it. And Susan knows what it is. And she Thanks. is super thrilled. Psyched. She is chomping at the bit. Excuse me. Excuse me. Pardon me. Whoa. Redact that. Champing at the bit. Champing. For all you fucking grammar Nazis out there. <laughs> Uh, that's it. It's the one he's been threatening. Pimp, pimp us out, baby. Pimp well, you us no, out. No, no, it's no, it's not because you haven't picked which one yet. Oh, oh. Yeah, in the face, timed. Bam. All right,
0: all right. So thank you, uh, again for listening to another episode of Honey Should Watch This.
1: Yes, thank you very much.
0: Um, you can catch us on Instagram or Twitter at Honey Watch This. Um, if you want to kind of see what our crazy little podcasts look like. Um, I'm always posting pictures of them on my Insta um, along with other odd things now and again. Um, So that would be at marketing underscore angel on Insta. Um, And if you want to hear more of Greg's dulcet tones, um, he does another podcast with his friend Mike Putty. Putnam. Um, Putnam. Well, we call him Putty. We call him Putty. Um, and why don't you tell the lovely listeners it, it's about that? It's called Top
1: Five for Fighting. You go, pimp yourself, baby. Again, pimp it. Pimp we, it. Eh. again, we we are we're a little more freeform than this show. We're a little more risque than this show. We uh,
0: is this show structured?
1: <laughs> well, we do have six questions that we ask every week. True. So. Uh, we do a top five list about goofy stuff, on every, or not not necessarily goofy stuff, it just we do a top five list that may be topical or whatever, and we just kind of talk about movies and TV shows and sports and, uh, you know, just whatever, whatever stuff. It's not necessarily a, a bro podcast, but, I mean, a lot of the things do lean to, heavily towards guys, but, you know, we just, we do, we try to have some fun. That's it. We just have some fun.
0: Right. And and if you listen to Top Five for Fighting and you like what they're like, what you hear, um, you might want to consider becoming one of their Patreons because for as little as a dollar a month, you can help Greg and Mike um, because they give 33 percent of their Patreon funding um, towards a program that uh, or towards their program where they um, I'm looking what at 10 Boxes right now. Nine,
1: um, nine large flat rate boxes and one medium box. Right. Um, we take that money and we find a, a military unit, whether it be Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, Reserve, whatever, and um that are deployed. And we send them care packages, things uh, they might need, grooming supplies, candy, cookies. Just nothing's nothing's better than a care package when you're deployed. So uh, we we currently we don't get to do it as much as we want because we don't have as many we don't have a ton of sponsors, but. We're, we're working on it, and uh, we got one sitting right here on the desk that I'm mailing out in the morning. Got 10 boxes that we're going to send to a deployed Army unit from Fort Hood, Texas.
0: All right. Something to think about, guys. Yeah. All right. So thank you uh, for listening, um, and we out.
1: Yeah, that's it. Thanks, guys. All right. Have a nice week. Go Lightning. Mm-hmm.